Are we ready to open next month? I think so. You think so? Well, it's complicated. Fire protection, first aid supplies, uniforms, safety training, mat services. Oh, and restroom supplies. So uncomplicated. Call Sent Us. They'll handle all of it. Wow. One company can handle all that? That's not very complicated. So, you'll be ready? Oh, we'll be ready. Oh, I'm ready! Learn how CentOS can help you get ready for the workday. Visit CentOS.com. Hey, folks, this is Greg Allman with the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com. Uh, back with the Locked on Bucks podcast, episode 52 of the Rare Tuesday Wrap-Up podcast. Uh, but here in Charlotte and wrapping up the Buccaneers' 17-14 victory over the defending NFC champion Carolina Panthers. Big win for the Bucs. Uh, not an easy one by any means, uh, but a big, big, big win for the Bucs. Uh, just a, a wild finish. Uh, we'll get to a lot here on the podcast. There's a lot to wrap up here, and we want to save some of this stuff for later in the week. But uh, the big things we want to get to, just wrapping things up, whether you watch the game or not, uh, Roberto Aguayo. Uh, who missed two kicks, two field goals during the game, uh, got his redemption as time expired with a 38-yard kick. Uh, game winner, uh, just a huge kick. Uh, I can't tell you, we talked about going into this on the podcast yesterday, just how huge a difference there is between 2-3 and three and 1-4. and four. Um, And if the Bucks had let this get away, and it had let it get away with, with some missed kicks by the kicker that cost them a win, it uh, would have been a really long two weeks for Tampa Bay, and especially for... Roberto Aguayo, but uh, for him to put the kick through um, kind of absolves him of the two earlier misses, at least in terms of the ultimate scoreboard, did you win or lose aspect of things. Uh, but lots to get to. Uh, Bucks defense stepped up in a big way, uh, held Carolina to 14 points. Uh, they had back-to-back touchdowns in the, uh, in the third quarter, and that was all their scoring for the entire game. Shut them out in the first half, shut them out in the fourth quarter. Uh, some huge takeaways, three big takeaways uh, by the defense, a fourth on special teams. Biggest one of all, uh, Carolina had driven all the way uh, 81 yards to the one-yard line. Uh, first and goal at the one, tie game, nine minutes left, and the Panthers decide to throw. Uh, no idea why, but uh, Brent Grimes made a beautiful leaping interception in the end zone uh, that really took a lot of momentum. Had Carolina scored there, uh, might have been tough for the Bucks. Uh, but they got it back, and then uh, really a wild finish there. Uh, we'll get to a lot of things in this game, but want to talk about the finish. Bucks get it back, uh, I think, on their own 16-yard line. Minute 49 left. Uh, nothing doing on the first two plays, kind of two short runs, if you will. And then uh, they take a timeout facing the third and seven at their own 17 uh, with 142 left, and just a, a really big pass. James Winston, 11 yards to Mike Evans to get a first down. Uh, and then again, I mean, the next two plays, not much. Sets up a third down at their own 34-yard line. Now barely a minute left, and, and Winston gets another third down conversion with a dump off to, to Jaquiz Rogers, uh, and then it's a 14-yard pass to Vincent Jackson, uh, a short five-yard pass to Vincent Jackson where apparently they thought he went out of bounds. If you look at the replay, Vincent Jackson did not get out of bounds. They kind of got gifted about nine seconds there, uh, put put the clock from 32 seconds to 41 seconds uh, amusingly, but uh, Bucks had a timeout. They could have used it there. It wasn't a huge deal. And then again, Jacquez Rogers with a seven-yard run. Uh, the big play in that last drive is, is Jacquez gets stopped for no gain, but Coney Ely with the Panthers gets flagged for a face mask. 15-yard penalty that takes that from a 50-yard kick to a 33-yard kick. 
Uh, they ended up kind of backing things up just to center the kick. And then Aguayo goes and hits a 38-yarder. Um, 11 plays, 66 yards in less than two minutes. Um, really strong. Uh, again, for, for Aguayo to miss two kicks on Monday Night Football, only one other time in the last five years has a kicker missed two field goals on Monday Night Football and won. Uh, lots to get to as we go back on this. Jacquez Rogers is a big part of things for sure. Um, we had mentioned going in he was likely to get the start. Doug Martin still hurt with that hamstring. Actually, uh, as a piece of news, uh, put Charles Sims on IR. So we're going to get to that. But uh, Charles Sims is now an injured reserve with that knee injury that, that he came back and played through a week earlier. Um, he's not necessarily done for the year. If they wanted to bring him back in eight weeks, they can. He could play in the last five games of the season by that if they chose to make him the guy they bring back. But again, the Bucks go into this game with Jacquez Rogers starting. Peyton Barber and Russell Hansborough are the, uh, the backups. Two rookies who had not carried the ball in the NFL. Uh, Peyton Barber got three touches, uh, three carries for six yards, and all the rest was Jacquez Rogers. Here's a guy who had never had more than 18 carries in an NFL game, had never had more than 81 yards, and he goes for 10 carries on the opening drive. The Bucks just pounded it down the field. Uh, really a statement drive to go up against this Carolina defense with your number three running back and say, no, we're still committed to the run. Uh, it was really neat to see. Again, he had 10 carries for 35 yards on that first drive. 15-play uh, drive, stalled in the red zone um, where they had to settle and take a Roberto Aguayo field goal. Bucks had 0 for 4 in the red zone tonight and still won. Pretty amazing. Um, four times got in the red zone. Came away with uh, with three field goals, basically, and that was it. Um, so just lots we can get to here. Jaquiz Rogers, again, 30 carries for 101 yards. Also had five catches. Uh, only the second Bucks player ever to have 30 carries and five catches in a game. Uh, James Wilder did it four times in 83 and 84. Uh, the entire NFL season of 2015 only happened once that a player had 30 carries and five catches. Uh, Devontae Freeman did it with the, Buc- with the Falcons. Uh, in one game. It was neat. Uh, Dirk Cutter was talking about his confidence in giving such a big load to Jacquez Rogers, and he said he remembered when Jacquez was at Oregon State, and he carried the ball like 50 times against USC. Uh, looked it up, being the PolitiFact fact checker that I am. Uh, 37 carries for 186 yards and two touchdowns in 2008 against USC. Uh, but Jacquez Rogers, again, got it done. Only the second time uh, in the last seven years that a uh, Bucks running back has had 30 carries. Bobby Rainey had the other one. Good trivia question for you. Only other running back in the last uh, six, seven years to get a 30-carry game. Bobby Rainey had 30 carries against Atlanta in 2013. Doug Martin's career high, uh, 29 carries. He's never done that. So really, like I said, huge, huge game stepping up today for Jacquez Rogers. You know, I uh, want to throw in a plug for today's sponsor on the podcast, which is my bookie. Uh, yeah, we have to pick games uh, in the times, and I was the only guy on our panel of six pickers this week that picked the Bucks to win, picked them to win exactly by a field goal. Uh, this is very much a blind squirrel type thing, but thrilled to get that right uh, and be the only one that saw that coming in any way at all. Kind of got lucky with that. But with mybookie.net, uh, with football season here, you can get in on the action and play like the pros at mybookie.net. It is the most exciting online experience for sports fans. Uh, my bookie has real Vegas odds and incredible player props on every football game, uh, pro football, your major college games. If your game is already kicked off, no need to worry. My bookie has live in-game odds uh, with odds updated in real time. If you want to bet on a quarter, bet on a half, uh, second half point spreads, individual prop bets, uh, my bookie has it all. 
Uh, again, live in-game odds updated in real time, so it's never too late to make a play. Uh, their site is also optimized for smartphone users for nonstop action on the go. Uh, so I'll invite you guys as my listeners to type my bookie into your browser and sign up today. If you use promo code BUCKS, that's B-U-C-S, you'll be entered into their million-dollar prize pool. Again, that's promo code BUCKS for my listeners, B-U-C-S. Or you can call them at 844-722-2387. Join the thousands of online players already playing. Only the biggest, only the best, only at MyBookie. Sign up today. Thanks again. Good to have MyBookie back on as a sponsor, not only for this podcast, um, but for all over the NFL podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Again, so much to get to here, guys. Uh, little things you might have missed. I want to point out, uh, Jameis Winston kind of had a quiet game. You know, everybody looked at Atlanta, uh, you know, going off for 503 passing yards against the Panthers. Thought the Bucks might throw the ball more, test that unproven Panthers secondary. Bucks really didn't do that. Uh, your your pass run ratio today: 37 carries against 32 passes. Uh, so favored the run, stuck with the ground game, uh, and to their credit, it worked. It got it done. Um, Jameis Winston finishes 18 of 30 for 219 yards. Uh, one touchdown. More importantly, no interceptions, no turnovers. Uh, had a fumble briefly that he recovered himself. So zero turnovers. It's neat. If you look at Jameis Winston, uh, now 21 games into his NFL career, when Jameis throws the ball 33 times or more, the Bucks are 1-10. in 10. And when Jameis throws it 32 times or less, the Bucks are 7-3. and three. So again, less Jameis throwing the ball usually means more running the ball, which means the Bucks have the lead, which means the Bucks are more likely to win. So 32 is your magic number. Keep Jameis to 32 throws or less. They are 7-3. and three. Make him throw 33 or more. They are 1-10. A uh, couple little things you might have missed in this game that I thought were huge. Uh, right around the two-minute drill, uh, a big stop to set up the Bucks' final drive. Uh, it's third down. I think it's third and two, maybe. And uh, Bucks get a big stop. Uh, Akeem Spence and Daryl Smith bring uh, the running back down for uh, a no gain, uh, force them to punt with about two minutes left. I think it was at the two-minute warning maybe when they did that. Uh, I can't say enough about the Brent Grimes interception. Just a huge play in the end zone. No idea why. If I'm a Carolina fan right now, I am completely confused as to why you would throw the ball on first down at the one. I just think if you take Mike Tolbert, plow him over the top four times, there's no way you're not getting in. You run off some more clock. Uh, and you walk away a win, probably. So, again, worked out very badly for the parent Panthers there. Uh, I thought Adam Humphrey's two-point conversion was huge. You know, it's still uh, third quarter. Uh, Bucks are down two after their touchdown, 14-12. Uh, not only did they, did they go go for it and go in for two, uh, but n- nice quick strike. Uh, Adam Humphrey's had a relatively quiet game today. One catch for 11 yards, but came through with a big two-point conversion to tie it up. Uh, kept the game tied there most of the fourth quarter until that last kick at the very end. Uh, rookie defensive lineman. I want to talk about huge, huge guys stepping up in a big way in the defensive line. Bucks played without Gerald McCoy, without Clinton McDonald, then without Robert Ayers. That's three starters on their defensive line. Uh, Noah Spence played, but really didn't play that much. I think he had one tackle. Uh, I doubt he had 20 snaps, just guessing on, on the, the playing time. Uh, he's coming back from a shoulder injury. Did well just to kind of tough it out and play today. Uh, but Devontae Lambert and Channing Ward both started on the defensive line against Carolina as a NFC defensive champ, defending champ, I should say. Um, Devontae Lambert had a huge forced fumble, key turnover. 
Uh, Derek Anderson had scrambled for a first down in Bucks territory. Devontae Lambert bumped him, got the ball out. Uh, Will Golston recovered the fumble. Just a huge, huge play. These these turnovers today were so big. Uh, Bucks defense held Carolina one for eight on third down. Really hard to do that. Uh, one for eight. Really did a good job. Channy Ward started inside a defensive tackle as an undrafted rookie, just his third NFL game. Had two tackles. Uh, just just guys stepping up in a big way. Bucks had six undrafted rookies that they dressed tonight. Uh, six undrafted rookies. That's just an amazing number. Uh, five of them played. Uh, we told you about Lambert and Warren, the defensive line. Uh, Russell Hansborough, who got called up literally today, uh, promoted off the practice squad to take Charles Sims' spot, made his debut in the opening kickoff, didn't get an offensive touch, but played on teams a little bit. Uh, Peyton Barber, as we mentioned, your number two running back, made his uh, offensive debut, three carries, six yards today. Alan Cross got his first catch on the opening drive, I think. I think the first pass play was a throw to Alan Cross, so a five-yard catch for Alan Cross. Congratulations to him for his first NFL catch. Uh, they even dressed Leonard Wester today. Didn't need him, didn't use him. Uh, only didn't use a handful of players. In fact, as I look at the participant chart, it's kind of funny. They didn't play the backup quarterbacks. They didn't play Leonard Wester. Didn't play Jonathan Banks a single snap. Didn't even use him on special teams. Uh, that's a healthy scratch for an entire game in a game where you had zero depth. Uh, amazing to think that Jonathan Banks is not even a special teams player on this roster right now. Um, so big game all around. I, I wish there's there's more I want to get to here. Mike Evans, obviously, four touchdowns in five games. Just had a huge catch to beat the rookie, Daryl Worley, uh, for the touchdown that would lead to tying things up. Um, he had six catches for 89, had a big game, you know, a big chunk of their offense there. Can't say enough about Jacquez Rogers. Uh, you know, little things that we still want to get to. Uh, Vernon Hargraves made a great tip to set up a Daryl Smith interception. Uh, tipped the ball, deflected it in the air. Uh, Russell Shepard recovered a muff. Uh, you know, you got Ted Ginn back deep for, for the Panthers. Uh, his own guy runs into him on special teams. And Shep, being the special teams ace that he is, he's right there, gets his first career fumble recovery. Bucks didn't get any points out of it, of course. But, uh, you know, huge, huge game all around. Big, big win for the Bucks. To be 2-0 and in the division with both wins on the road is an amazing thing. That means you've got four games left, and three of them are at home in the division. Uh, they still got to catch Atlanta, obviously, but uh, two and three, so much better than one and four. Uh, we'll get the Bucks tomorrow, have some access to players, have some access to Cutter, and then uh, they're off the rest of the week, Wednesday to Sunday. So we'll have some fun uh, recapping things and breaking things down on the podcast this week. Uh, but the next three, uh, you know, we got a lot to talk about here coming off this game. Next four for the Bucks. They have their bye week coming up, and then it's at San Francisco and three home games against Oakland, Atlanta, and Chicago. Uh, a little bit of both, man. Uh, San Francisco and Chicago are one and four. That's two games the Bucks have to think they can win right now. At the same time, Oakland and Atlanta, even at home, are tough games to win. They're both four and one right now. If they split those two and won the other two and came out of this three and one, uh, that'd be huge. You'd be talking about the Bucks uh, being five and four after nine games by beating Chicago. Uh, to think of this team as being above 500 would be uh, a big step for, for a team that, that could have just been 1-4 tonight. Anyway, going to wrap things up here. I want to thank you guys. Uh, we'll get a lot more feedback from you guys when it's not uh, 3.30 in the morning. Uh, so I'll try and put up some questions on Twitter tomorrow, Tuesday, and get that for the Wednesday podcast. want to thank you guys very much. I got an early flight at 6 a.m. to catch to get back to Tampa. Uh, we'll have lots more catching up with Dirk Cutter, catching up with players. But for now, 
I will wrap things up here. Episode 52 is in the books on the Locked on Bucks podcast. Thank you guys for listening. For the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com, this is Greg Allman. Thanks again. I will talk to you tomorrow. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figure it out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.